Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing! Starring the original book divas Martha Steele and Vonnie Golden, and also featuring Megan Runyon, YA superfan, Keith Steigert, Uber Reader, and Romance Junkie. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination one book at a time, they are three book girls. When's the last time we actually just had three book girls? I know. It was when we did our favorite books, because it was just you and me and Vonnie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because she did Odd Thomas. Coons, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Oh. Okay. It was like the third weekend in August, because I had like Hanson, DA, uh, Denver, DAR, like all in a row. <laughs> Such a social butterfly. It's the Well, it's actually the episode we did. I think I was at Hanson because I when I posted, I said, sorry for the late post traveling home from Denver. So I, oh. it was one we pre-recorded before we went to Denver. Okay. It's just weird because we have four so often and now we have five often. Yes, we do. Where we used to just always have three. I was thinking back... <laughs> To what it was like in the early days before we had such a big pool of people to pull from when it was just me and Vonnie. And if Nicole bailed out, then I would be frantically looking around for anybody who had ever read a book in their whole life <laughs> to see if they could come on. And, it, and I don't know that many people because I think we've already established <laughs> I only have a couple of friends. <laughs> so uh, today's review will be Horton. Here's a who, <laughs> you know, it has been stranger. Yeah. That's probably why Ender's game got reviewed so many times. Cause Josh, the bearded book girl was on a lot and oh. that's all he ever wanted to read. So it's like, well, so you know, what's funny is after I met you guys at the book fest and like the first time you texted me and I, you, it was like, I think it might've been like a, it was Halloween probably. And I like had something on the calendar that weekend and I was like, she's never going to text me ever again. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the one time she reaches out and is like, can you be on this weekend? And I was like, no. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's usually how it happens. Somebody bails out and then it's like, shit, we need a person. Who can we get? Oh my gosh, who can we get? (laughs) I was terrified. I was like, that was my one shot. Martha's never going to call me ever again to be on. And I did. You did. But I remember being really nervous to text you back and be like, no, no, but please call me again, please. (laughs) I don't know what I had going on that weekend, but there was something. (laughs) I hope it was worth it, Megan. It was probably something. I. It was probably a concert (laughs) or or something that I had tickets for. Hope it was worth blowing me off. (laughs) Yeah, we've gone through a lot of uh, iterations over our whole podcast time. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'm wool gathering, thinking about all the th- all the different things we've done and all the books review- we've reviewed over the years and so many stuff like that. In my mind, I'm singing. Those were the days, my friend. Well, actually, the reason I was happy crap. The reason <laughs> I was thinking about that is I was thinking back to the day that I first mentioned COVID on the podcast and how I wondered if we had known back then what it was really gonna be like oh we had no idea and the reason that i was thinking about that is that this new variant that's coming out in south africa and omicron yes and it's already they're already finding cases all over now that they've identified what it is yeah in in the netherlands i believe two in the uk yeah one in Singapore, one in some other. You know, they can place. just keep that variant on that side of the pond. Would yeah, be great. I don't think that's going to happen, though. It's like once, once you let the cat out of the bag, which is pretty much what you do when you put people on an airplane. Yeah, I'm not really trying to think about it. It stresses me out. I know, but I only bring it up for the historical record. It's true. So we're on, we're on Omicron. Yep. For those who are paying attention to your Greek alphabet. I didn't even know that was a Greek alphabet. I thought it was part of Futurama. No, it's... Omicron Persei 8, I, I believe, is the uh, planet that... <laughs> my Rachel right now is yelling the Greek alphabet at me when she's listening to this because I can't recite it, but she can. She's screaming it. You can, you, if you were in Maryland and you hear someone screaming the Greek alphabet... That would be Rachel. <laughs> that's Rachel. Yeah. I, I used to be able to back in my college days when it was a requirement for sorority and fraternity stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I always think about stuff like that when we're when we're getting ready to do a podcast. I'm thinking about what's going on in the world and one there's a there's a a lady on TikTok who does like under her desk news. Like she literally like sits under her desk and is like gives you like a 60 second news brief and she wasn't under her desk yesterday and i like like do edit her and i was like i'm very nervous that you are not under the desk giving us this news oh my gosh i hope something bad didn't happen i was like why are you not under the desk this is you're giving news from an actual like seated position i am now scared to death (laughs) (laughs) isn't it funny how we get used to all these little routines and keith you're awfully goddamn quiet over there I'm sorry. I'm like watching all the comings and goings from my room. It's one of those times where Bonnie is not with us today because she is celebrating Thanksgiving with her family because it's a Saturday and nobody had to work. So she's doing it then, which means we're left unsupervised. And when that happens, you know, the danger, (laughs) danger, real Robinson, (laughs) the time gets and there. There's no one to bring us down today. There isn't. What are we going to do? I don't know. We need somebody. Like we're hopped up on sugar. <laughs> we need somebody with something depressing. I don't have what. I don't have anything depressing. But one of my like really, really, really good friends, one of my best friends from when I lived in Ohio, was in the Macy's Day Parade on Thursday. That's no not way. sad. No, I said it's not sad. I said it's oh. it's not sad. <laughs> yeah, he was on the tree of Macy's employees that were singing like right before Santa came across. You know, it's it was awesome. I was this year's old when I realized that the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is just one humongous, expensive advertisement for CBS. It's NBC. Are you it's sure? NBC thousand the percent. Today Show people host it, and oh. they showed the Olympics. <laughs> it's the people that I don't watch. It's the shows that I don't watch. So I see all these well, people on there, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is that guy? What? He, well, that is. Who I mean, the fuck is that girl? Macy, it was designed as an advertisement. Any of these people. It was designed as an advertisement. I mean, that's why Macy's did it, I'm sure. It's just crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I was sitting there looking at it, and they're they're bringing all these, quote, stars in. And oh, no, they're I like never, C-list at best. Yeah, I just never <laughs> felt so out of touch in my life when I was looking I just at it. I said, Ron, why are we even watching this? Because it's a tradition. <laughs> yes, it's tradition. So it's just the two of us. He's not even in the fucking room. He turns it on, and he goes. No, it must be on. No. Yes. Fuck. It's always interesting to me because I am the only person that wants to see the snippets from all the Broadway shows. That yes, I know about. at the beginning. Yes. Oh, and then my, my kids want to watch all the like people that I've never heard of singing with like Grover and Big Bird and I don't know, Gingerbread Men. And I'm like, who the hell is that? And they're like, oh, it's this like pop star diva. And I'm like, OK, I I'm just want to know who Go is away. holding the K-pop girl band like at gunpoint offset see, like that shit. <laughs> Because they look K-pop girl band terrified, no. like they forgot they needed to lip sync. <laughs> and so like <laughs> every there's like oh, one like I don't no, know if they I were feel so bad for them. They were probably just nervous. I'm sure the one girl was like getting it, and she was never the one that they showed. It was always the girl who looked like someone was holding a gun to her head on the float somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like maybe she just doesn't sing in this song. But like speaking of people holding a gun to your head. Did you hear the story about the... Oh, I love the look on Keith's face when I just did that. Um, what an interesting transition the, that was. The, the news out of North Korea that a man was sentenced to death for bringing a copy of Squid Game into the country <gasps> and seven teenagers were caught watching it and they ratted him out and he got sentenced to death. <gasps> Shut up. Yep, dead serious. That does not fucking surprise me. Can you imagine if I was a teenager, I would freaking rat him out, too. I'd be like, oh, shit, it wasn't me. I was just watching it. I'm I, I, it's not my fault. It was on the TV. I walked in. I didn't know what's happening. Can you imagine getting sentenced to death for something like that in North Korea? I yes. Mean, if it's North Korea, I could. <laughs> <laughs> they get in trouble. Didn't I swear? And Dude, I, don't, I wouldn't do shit if I was living there. Hell if I no. was living there, I wouldn't even like plant the wrong flowers outside no. my house. I would be like, I'm afraid. I'm just going to stay here. 
inside my little bubble. Well, and they don't really know buy the that, wrong books. I mean, they seriously. don't really know that they should be afraid, but they know that they are afraid. But think about it. If you're going to bring something in. But how did he get out of North Korea to get Squid Game? It, That's shouldn't the real it be question. something that was really meaningful? I mean, yep. Sentence to death for bringing Squid Game in. But, yeah. Come on but now. But think about it, though. Think about it. For just, like, think about the fact that it's a Korean show. Yes. Ab- you're about right a murder like this is like their tiger king yeah i suppose you're right well and if you think about it a lot of people think of north korea in that way yeah they do like i I can see how that would be super super controversial because people getting killed for just for just nothing not freezing fast enough yeah because i don't want to give any spoilers Mm. but (laughs) that's like not a spoiler because that's like episode one but i mean yeah Mm. i'm not surprised at all i just wonder how he got out of north korea and into north korea in order to bring it back. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's an interesting story there somewhere. Yeah. Or how... The logistics of smuggling things into North Korea. Yeah, that's probably a deep, mm. dark rabbit hole that you don't want to ever be down. No. Or I, know anything about. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. That's that's our depressing thought for the day. You know, since Vonnie's yeah, not here with any trauma porn, I felt like I had to bring at least one horrible <laughs> fact to the sh- I mean, the we show. really had two. We have Omicron variant. Oh, yeah, I guess that is and, too. And Squid Game. Real life frightening things to make up I'm for I'm going to need Loki of- to stop fucking making variants is yeah. really what needs to happen. Yeah. Damn Spider-Man in the multiverse. It's fucking <sighs> it up. So, so many possible Mar- Marvel tie-ins in today's world. Who knew? Who knew? So let's quickly g- give a shout out to Meredith Crosby, our newest Patreon member. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yay. Thanks for being our, being our friend, our supporter. You're like the bra that holds us together. <laughs> Holds us up. Holds us up. Supports us. Right. <laughs> Speaking of weird bras, did you get that picture I sent? Um, of the of taxidermy. The bra? Yeah, Ew. yeah. It's it looks like a it, it looks like kind of like what it a looks leather. like hedgehogs. It is hedgehogs. Okay, good. It would it would look like a leather bra, except for instead of the leather, you have actually have the skin and head of hedgehogs as the uh, brazier cups. Yeah, it was very disturbing. That's like the ultimate warrior cosplay outfit. A true. That's Think true. Think about that. That is valid. But still no. Maybe foxes would be better. Maybe. Of course Nothing most would be people better. Of course gross. most people don't have boobs that shape though. They got to have the hedgehog fits that perfectly. Cuz they're kind of round, you know? Not when they're not when their skin is taken off their body. They're just flat. Accurate. <laughs> But they look like they're not flat if they're used as a bra. That was the whole point, Keith. They don't look flat. Get with the program. It's so it's it's so disturbing. I agree. It's even more disturbing than like when people like knit. Well, knitting's not bad when they crochet bras and there's like holes everywhere. Oh, yeah. Because that's really big now. If taxidermy bras because the next big thing, I'm out. Did you speaking of taxidermy bras, did you know that you can actually purchase taxidermy items on Amazon? Why am I not surprised? I'm not surprised. I found that that. out totally by accident today when I Googled because I was looking for some fun stuff to talk about. So I taxidermy was it. So I I I looked up weird and curious gifts or something like that. And anytime you have curiosities in there, evidently curiosities means the skull of a coyote or some such. Uh, And all I get is seventy-five text messages. What? That bra wasn't for sale on Amazon, was it? No, no, that was in a Facebook. Facebook I was a little afraid. No, no, all no. I get is 75 messages that say, Martha sent you an attachment. Martha sent you an attachment. Martha sent you an attachment. Aren't you glad I did it before we got here so I wasn't disturbing someone's <laughs> review like I did last week? I mean, I always silence my phone <laughs> before I come in yep. to record. So I'm just saying, somebody else in this I, room that did not. Mine's always silenced <laughs> all the time that because I just don't be care. me. Because, yeah. Ding, ding, yep. ding. Yeah. Um, she obviously didn't get the glares across the table. Lonnie must have been blocking her because I kept being like, whose phone is that? You should have just said. I thought I was hiding I it well enough. It's more fun to give you shit about it later. Yeah, that's right. accurate. 
So I was trying to Never. find, because it happens to be one of the biggest shopping weekends of the year. Lots of people are Ooh. shopping. And so I thought once again, we could participate since Cyber Monday is coming up. And when this, uh, when this episode airs, there will be a lot of people doing Cyber Monday. So I thought we yeah. could, you know, help out yeah. a little bit so, by making some suggestions. So if you are a Nicolas Cage fan, <laughs> we found a mug for you. Nicolas Cage has too many I don't items with his face on them. I don't understand. You, I don't get you too can own your own You're My National Treasure with Hawaiian looking flowers surrounding Nick Cage in a coffee mug. On a coffee the, mug. The most, that I get. Yeah. That I get just because he's national that one treasure. stupid yeah. movie. But, but that movie's there, not stupid. So many pillows with his face on them. Because people the want to cuddle with him. That's not the most disturbing one. The most disturbing one is the one where he looks like they, a cat. They, a cat. Yeah, it's Nicolas Cage's face with cat ears. Yeah, that was really on disturbing. It. I even saw a duvet cover and it was just his yeah! face. And Why? like it wasn't even his whole face. It was like a beige looking thing and it was just his features. Ew. You, I feel like I'd have yeah. a nightmare if I woke up in the middle of the night and his face was staring at me. Every time you sent one of those pictures, I would send the my eyes. My eyes. My eyes. I never did I never did like Nicolas Cage. And I know Shona G is screaming and will be texting immediately when she hears this because yeah. Nicolas Cage is hideous. What does the crack house candle smell like? Oh, there it is. Lemon, My peach, house. and orange. That probably actually smells good. Martha so would like it. Read that one. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What did it smell like? It says, this isn't a crack house. It's a crack home. Funny candle gift right, idea. Right, but what does it smell like? It I says, just assumed it would smell like patchouli or something. It says lemon, peach, and orange. Oh, see, now I don't want to buy that. I know. Don't be dissing patchouli. That's really good. I, God, I hate that smell. I patchouli. hate it so much. It reminds but me of Birkenstocks and, and love. Yeah, no. <laughs> I could get behind the crack house candle. There's another candle in there, too. That um, I yeah, I'm scroll. I like the I'd shank a bitch for you wine tumbler. <laughs> yes, I'd, I'd shank a bitch for you is a true best friendy. Oh, here's the kind candle. Last year, I got all my girlfriends a candle with, I would shank a bitch right in the kidney for you. <laughs> See? And that's that like my the tumbler that matches. From... And that's true love for friends right there. That's right. This one is lavender scented. And it says, our friendship is like this candle. If you forget me, I'll burn your fucking house down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's lavender's a, a pretty potent candle. Sometimes, though, sometimes there's yeah. as you as has been previously established, I do not have them in my home because they're poison. But some people right. like to mask the smell of their oh, real then, house. Then there's a nice one <laughs> that's a nice. Well, when you have three cats, that's what you do. Yeah, this one is lavender, and it says, "I wish you lived next door." And it's two little houses with hearts. That's because I thought we should include some nice. So if you want to, nice... I was thinking about Keith when I looked at that candle. Aww. I wish he lived next door yes. so that we could hang out and do stuff together. God, she'd be so sick of me, though. She'd want to <laughs> leave home immediately if she lived next door to me. Oh, then we have... wouldn't see me that much, honestly, because I hang out in my house and <laughs> yeah. I don't answer the door. We have yeah. the book lovers wall calendar for 2022. Which See, is awesome. I love that, and it's only ten dollars for twelve months. Can't like I know, and it's twenty twenty two. It's got, it's got yeah, good. Pictures. I kind of figured it was old because it was so uh, inexpensive. The, the one for for my birthday month is the one with the hot chocolate cup. Oh, that seems oh, like it was made for hot you. chocolate. I do love hot chocolate. So those are good gifts, good gifty ideas. Um, I I put a couple on there for Cyber Monday deals too, which um. They'll probably be sold out by the time this airs, but I thought that I was kind of feeling bad about myself, Keith, before you said what you said when I, when I posted that one with the blanket, the blanket with arms. Oh, the the wearable blanket? Yes. I would love, oh. that thing looks amazing. I was feeling bad about myself for a second because I liked it, and then I thought, oh my God, that's just basically a Snuggie, just, and I fucking hate those things, so what's the difference? I know you're going to hate that I say this, but I'm on TikTok a lot. And I saw ads for that 
all over the place. And I've already gotten my girls each one because they will, well, my house is freaking cold. Well, you know, there's, they're a diff- awesome. there's a difference between those and the Snuggie though. And hear me out. Okay. Oh yeah, there purple. is. Yeah. They're nice. <gasps> they're, they're very, um, I need one of these. like cozy. A Snuggie is not cozy. It's just like this. This thin, is this is more like a sweatshirt bullshit. blanket than a yeah, yeah. It's like a like sweatshirt a only. It's massive, oversized sweatshirt like with fleece. that shearling stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. um, I might need those. to order one of these when I get home. It just looks <gasps> incredible, doesn't it? Yeah, it has pockets and everything. I know pockets for the remotes or snacks. It comes in navy black. And some of them gray. have really cute patterns too. I mean, I can't say too much in case my kids listen, but. Yeah, they have really. They are cute a little pricey though. Ones. They are a little. How bit. much are, is the one that I put up there? This one was uh, fifty six. What? I thought I put a cheap one up there. No, oh. fifty six is actually pretty cheap because they're mm-hmm. usually like around eighty to ninety dollars. Isn't um, that the Cyber Monday deal that I stuck up there? I don't know which one it is. I just clicked on, but it's not Cyber Monday yet, so it might oh, not have like switched over. Oh, maybe that's why it's not showing up yet. Yeah. I, but yeah, Black Friday, I know Amazon had them for like 40, which yeah. is when I oh, okay. them. And I'm sure that bla- that for Cyber Monday, oh, wait, Monday, it, okay, that's, the same thing. Oh, it depends on what color you pick. Oh, okay. So like oh, I that's cli- always true, too. Yeah, I, I went from like, I think I was on purple. So the purple is 53, but like the chocolate brown is 40. Okay. So it just depends on what color. So shop accordingly. Another really bookish thing. Mm-hmm. I know I was thinking... Martha and Vonnie use Audible all the time. Yes. And Audible will be having sales on Cyber Monday. What? And I am like a huge Kindle Unlimited nerd. <gasps> I mean, because I was looking back just before you got on, because I was talking to, about Kindle Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Easily half the books I review are available on Kindle Unlimited. And they have like, on for Cyber Monday, they're going to have like two years of a subscription for like $143. Holy crap. Usually it's $10 a month. Oh, wow. So that's, that's a good deal. I mean, it's almost the price of one year, but even for three months and six months, it's really a lot cheaper. Especially if you read Monday. a lot like you do. I mean, yeah. that's it really. And there are so many things available on it too. Well, for $10 a month, I mean, even, I mean, if you read two bu- books, I mean, you're really getting your money's worth. Well, for me, I mean, I went up a, a a tier in my Audible so that I get more than one right um, credit yeah. every month because I found myself going back and buying three more credits every single month. <laughs> Even though I I really use most of my I really spend most of my money. I shouldn't say money. I I spent <laughs> I use most of the books from the library. Right. But there's always things that I want to read that either they don't have or things I have to wait six months for. And I'm if there's something I want to read, I'm not fucking waiting six months for it, which is why I need my Audible account. And there are some books that are just so much better when you listen to them on audio. I just love it. Well, and we're what, like T minus three months to the library book sale? (laughs) <laughs> fingers crossed oh god please oh, let the please please let the variant wait until after the library book sale t- to shut everything <laughs> down again yeah maybe i bought new masks today that's the other thing i think we should put on there uh, is k90 kn95 masks i got yeah. some black ones that are really I have chic i i those when i was going to shows when even like harry styles and stuff I don't know how people went to those shows with a regular like surgical mask because it was so nice not having that like stuck to my face, like yep. that little extra puff out of the mask. The beaky mask. Yeah. That's what I used to call them. I, I had a, 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 what do you call it? A, a cotton one made mm-hmm. at a, well, actually I didn't have it made. I bought it at a. Cause I'm, <sighs> I'm one of those people when I'm at a show, I sing and dance and lose my mind for two hours with everybody else. So I'm like, I couldn't have done that if I'd had a regular mask on. I was so glad I had the KN95s because <laughs> I was like, I can breathe and I don't have to get a package of those. And you I know. have two boxes of them. I bought yeah. a box for my friend from Canada because she wanted some when she was here. Mm-hmm. And so I bought her one. I was like, I'm going to buy myself an extra one of these. Well, you're going to need it, friends. Yep. Think it's, so. it's definitely not something that's going to go away. And I think it's probably best if we look at it in a positive light. 
Oh yeah. Could Go you find it. that positive light for us? Well, I'm trying. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm trying to pull Do something out of my ass right now. Pull it okay, out. listen. <laughs> that didn't sound right. Mask listen. sellers are gonna make lots of money this year. <laughs> no. All I'm saying is that we can do this if we stop grousing about it. Just do what we have to do and get on with our fucking lives. Stop being an asshole about it. Wear your mask. Do your thing. Pretend like it's all normal and we'll be just fine. Well, and the latest news in healthcare land. So CSM... CSM, CS, whatever their initial. Anyway, the people that run Medicare and Medicaid. Is, I'm like, who are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> um, they issued a ruling that if you step foot or interact with your team in a hospital that is funded with Medicare or Medicaid, everyone in your building has to be vaccinated or have a legitimate medical or religious excuse. Yay. Well, they're which all... then sent people into panic mode. They they did raise the insurance premiums for my company if you're not vaccinated. Well, drastically, good for raised them because somebody hmm. didn't have theirs yet, and so she clicked yes and then clicked no just to see what the difference was for pricing. Mm-hmm. Fifty dollars, mm-hmm. fifty dollar difference like per pay per pay. So yeah, it's twelve hundred dollars wow. a year if you're unvaccinated. Woo! And without a yeah, without a medical reasoning, why I would assume I think if you can present medical that says you know with the new variant yes. yeah we're, like yeah. i said the mask under the table lady said it was 500 percent more transmissible yes she did and it it That's goes around and it goes around the vaccine yeah so uh, what i was saying about the masks is that's yeah. gonna be the way we have to go forward we're gonna have yeah. to not go without a mask i put i, Honestly, I mean i always have one, i can but. point a lot of positives about the mask so can i i have a very you know substantial no one nose. will be able to t- <laughs> nobody can tell if you're like if you're muttering under like if you're like you know doing this like fuck you you shithead and you're not saying it they can't tell and your head's not moving like yours just I was <laughs> all you have to do is keep your eyes just like see and i can't because my whole face says what I, like eyes and all like my eyes are like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> If you have a giant zit on the be- on the top of your nose, well, you usually which do. Which is if you're always wearing a where mask. I get mine. If you're wearing a mask, you get acne. You get maskne. Maskne. Which is awful. We're back to maskne. No, yeah, I know. But listen, it's better than the alternative, and we just need to shut up and wear the mask. We're gonna have to do it, or else stay in our houses, because that's the only way anybody's gonna survive. You don't have to put on lipstick. There are lots of bookish gifts. You can always buy people bookish gifts. We can always. Yes, bookish bu- bookish gifts are really the ultimate. But the difficulty with that is, is that people like us already have a lot of bookish things. Yes. So it's kind of hard to find things for us, which is one of the reasons why um, I picked some of the other things that I did. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. you know, you could always, you know, just say, hey, friend, you pick something out of the three book girls podcast oh, store now and I will buy it for you for Christmas. Redbubble.com. Yeah. Go to our Redbubble. Say, hey, friend, I don't want to pick it out for you, but you pick something in X amount of price range from their site and I will buy you a bookish something from the three book oh, girls. Oh, and that would be so nice of you. We'd appreciate it. Yes, we would. <laughs> what's the thing you always have to say rate review and subscribe <laughs> pretty pretty please and oh, interact that's what you could get us for christmas yeah you could get uh, you could be a patreon member for us for christmas that'd yeah. be great or or interact or i almost just rate and review and subscribe that too yeah, i almost that. always try to ask a question in our post to get people to talk to us we like to talk to you on yeah. our socials i normally ask a question just to see Today, I was trying to get people to tell us what their local bookstore was since it's Small Business Saturday. We love Full Circle Bookstore. We do. I was going to go today. I don't have a local bookstore or else I would have posted it. Yeah. yeah. Since we picked Full Circle, then I picked other ones that are out of other favorites. I liked that. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) Because if I still live in Nashville, I would live in Parnassus books. But I don't. So Full Circle has them my back here in town. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a website where you can purchase books from there and they will get books from your local website and send them to you. Yes. Do you know what that website is? Yeah, it's bookshop.org. 
Thank you. I knew it existed, but I yeah, didn't remember what it was called. and you pick the store that you want to purchase a book from. Yes. Online networks. Yeah, it's super cool. Full circle bookstore more because we do our events there. Yes, which we need to. We'll we'll post some. We have some stuff scheduled, so we'll post that calendar soon. Yep. Just so you can start to plan if you want to come into town in a couple months. Allison's already uh, put dibs on my futon. I know she's coming. I think I might. <laughs> I offered her a bed, so she. Did you? I did, so, so she, she doesn't might, have to sleep so on the haunted to, futon. Yeah. Oh, so I Megan, think I think I so stole sweet. her from you because oh, you I can... offered her a bed. It's fine. <laughs> Somebody else will surely raise their hand for the haunted futon. Yes. So which one of you bitches is going to start this party? You know, I was wondering about that. Do, didn't we decide if Bonnie's not here that I start the party? You could. So that's that, cool with me. Okay, I'll start this party. So this week, I am reviewing Tokyo Ever After by Amiko Jean. And this was one that I was just like scanning through Libby, I think, looking for an audiobook because I just needed something to read. And I am so glad I did. It was so cute. So this book is the best way to describe this is like Princess Diaries meets Crazy Rich Asians. Hmm. So we have our main character Izumi and she is a Japanese American and she lives in a mostly white Northern Californian town. So it's kind of just her and her mom and she goes by Izzy and her and her friend have decided that they're like, let's see if we can figure out like who your dad is. Cause it's just her and her mom. And it, she's, she's always known like mom and dad hooked up in college Dad had this other life plan and mom didn't want to hold him back. So like they, you know, went their separate ways. And we're not sure if dad even knows she exists. We just know that they kind of had a fling and then dad went back to his life and mom moved on with hers. So they find like a letter, if I remember correctly, with her dad's name on it. So her best friend is like, I'm going to CSI this shit and goes and starts Googling the dad's name. Come to find out her dad is a crown prince of Japan. Ooh, yikes. So she confronts her mom, and her mom is like, yes, I know. <laughs> like, nice. And she and she's like, well, how do I, like, contact him? Does he know I exist? Like, I want to reach out to him. So she must emails one of her parents, like, mutual friends, and he emails the father. And then, all of a sudden, like, there's nothing, like, in response. Like, he doesn't... the. The friend doesn't respond. There's nothing. She's like, I guess he just didn't read it or didn't know how to contact him or just wanted to stay out of it. And then all of a sudden she comes home from school one day and there's like all the secret service is outside her house. Yikes. So basically dad gets the email from college friend and just appears. Like he just is like, I'm sorry, I have a daughter where? <laughs> and he, <laughs> yeah, but not in like an angry way. Like he's not angry. So he shows up and he's like, hey, you know what? You should come spend the summer in Japan with me and meet your family and meet your grandmother and your cousins and all that stuff. So off she goes to Japan and very much like Princess Diaries, right? Like she sticks out like the, the sore thumb. Yes, she is Japanese and should in appearance wise blends in, right? But as soon as she does anything like speaks because she doesn't speak Japanese or as soon as she mm. like manners wise is American. And so, you know, the Japanese press is like the princess didn't say hello to anyone at the airport and she ran off to the bathroom and tried to hide. And she's like, I just had to pee. It was like a 27 hour flight. Like, <laughs> And she was in like a hoodie and jeans when she wasn't decked out like a princess should be when she landed or, you know, like all that kind of mm. shit that you know, you think of when you think of like royal appearances. So it's, it's a lot, it's a story about her, you know, finding, getting to know her father, uh, getting to know her cousins who we may or may not trust depending on which ones they are. Some of them are genuine. Some of them are sneaky assholes. Um, so <laughs> it just really depends on which one. And it's just a really fun story of her, you know, of course, because this is YA, there's a little bit of a romance. So it's her kind of figuring that out because uh, the person that she kind of falls for, is, it's a problem because she's royal. 
and I don't want to get the usurper to the throne. <laughs> nah, not quite. Yes, but not quite. Peasants. Um, I don't want to give it away because it's a spoiler. But the person <laughs> she falls for is a problem, and how they deal with that. And um, it was just a super cute read. I was so when I read it, I was like, this was great. And I think the tagline I saw was crazy rich Asians meets princess diaries. And I was like, sold listening right now. I don't know what the rest of the story is. And it is book. It's labeled as book one. So I'm assuming there'll be a series. Yeah, there is. There's a second one coming out. I just looked. Okay. I figured it'd probably be out fairly soon. And it's actually on the Goodreads award nominee for best young adult fiction. Oh, speaking of that, don't forget to go vote. Yeah. Vote for your Goodreads favorites. Um, So that was, super fun i really enjoyed it the second one will probably be just as fun i will probably listen to it it was great and that was tokyo ever after by amiko jean and i it gave it five the, stars the five second one does not stars. come out soon oh uh, may 31st of 2022 time flies especially okay. no 2021 megan hey it could be 2023 you never know the whole time you were talking about that, I was like, she probably hasn't ever had a Genovian pair. Like, she, yes. <laughs> it really does sound like Princess Diaries, except Asian. Yeah, and it's great. Like, I was loving <laughs> almost like visualizing both bo- both movie slash books in my head. Like, as I read it, I was like, this is so great. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was awesome. Ms. Keith, <clears throat> you got anything spicy under up your sleeve, under your skirt? I will never have anything under my skirt. I say, when does Keith wear ever a wear a skirt? Yeah, I don't wear a skirt Blah. either. Just sounded good at the time. <laughs> so my book, it, my book is fairly spicy. It's like not, you know, it's not on par with Rachel's book from about the twins from last week or anything. But um, <laughs> that was crazy. You read it already? But, uh, <laughs> of I read it the did. night she told us about it. Of course you did. <laughs> That book was awesome. Uh, on Kindle Unlimited, too. Hey. Uh, but this book, <laughs> but this week I read a, a book called All the Feels by Olivia Dade. And uh, this book is a standalone book in a series. So it's the second book in a series. I actually reviewed the first book uh, way Wait, back. Wait, did it's you just say Spoiler a standalone alert. book in a series? How can you be both? Well, in it. this book... It has characters that were introduced in the first book. Okay. But it doesn't have anything to do with the first book. Oh, okay. So it's sort of in the same universe. That's exactly it. Okay. And our universe is, it's about actors that are in this series that's on like an HBO kind of cable show, mm-hmm. a cable channel. And the, the series is called God of the Gates. And when they talk about it, I really kind of wish somebody would do this series because it's about all the mythical gods and they're like soap opera-esque. And so they're doing terrible things. Is it like like, American gods? No, American gods is not soap opera-esque. No? Okay. I've never watched it. No, it's, it's it's very Game of Thrones. It's very like everybody's trying to be in charge and Cupid's in it and Venus and all these, all these different gods and goddesses. I know maybe this girl needs to write that as a screenplay yeah (laughs) come on so this show is really really famous they're on like their seventh season and it's the kind of thing where they film and film and film and then have like a a hiatus and then the actors do other things they act in movies or whatever so this book is about alex and he plays cupid in this series And in the last season that he just finished filming, he's really pretty unhappy with the stuff that his character does, his character arc. Um, But of course, nobody's really listening to him because he's just this super hot actor. And so he's having all sorts of issues and he's not real happy with where he is. And he gets into this big old bar fight and TMZ or whatever their, you know, counterpart is. Mm -hmm. Yeah the tabloids kind of catch wind of it and it's not making the show look great because he was just in this big old bar brawl and he really kind of laid the guy out. Cupid and you don't kicks ever know the guy's ass. <laughs> right? Dude, it's this huge, amazing, beautiful guy 
I picture him in a diaper and it makes mm. me happy. Mm-hmm. I could do without <laughs> the diaper imagery, but okay, continue. <laughs> Loincloth. How's that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, okay. either one works for me. <laughs> Safety pin actually accidentally hitch in the wrong spot. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, ball. <laughs> what do you so, call it? It's like it's not a nip slip, it's a ball drop. Ball pinch. Ball pinch. <laughs> I don't even have words. We're like creating all sorts of new stuff all over the place. Oh my God. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes. So because he's in this brawl and because he's bringing all this bad publicity to the show, the show's director, who is this scummy asshole guy, he wants somebody to pretty much babysit this guy while he's not filming. He doesn't have any other projects he's doing. So he just has months to just kind of, do bad things, I guess. So he is a terrible person and he has a cousin who he consistently bullies and always has. And she has two months off and she is there at the end of the filming because she's going on this big tour of like Europe or wherever they're filming. And he basically says, hey, you're not doing anything. Oh, um, no. How about you babysit my co-star? Oh, no. Yeah. But do they fall in love? Of course they do. <laughs> yes. And I'll tell you what, Olivia Dade, the author, writes about overweight women who aren't necessarily um, conventionally attractive, who fall in love with amazing looking guys. So, of course, Bless she's, her like, she's this... She's this bigger woman. They constantly refer to her as having bird-like um, facial features. What does that even mean? It means she has a big beak. That's exactly it. They say that her She's nose got looks Martha's like a beak. Nose. She's got my nose. Beak. <laughs> We're not picking on Martha. She no, says that about accurate. herself. <laughs> yeah. You got to own it. And it's not that bad. <laughs> this, this author is pretty realistic. So, I mean... It's not like the the guy is immediately like, like, oh my goodness, you're you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I mean, I mean, hey, he's it, like, eh. that's fair. He's like, oh, okay, here's this woman, and um, you know, she's babysitting me now, so he's not thrilled. I mean, who would be? And she's not thrilled because he's this like playboy guy that just gets in fights. I mean, what? Who does that? He's an adult, but um, they have to spend all this time together because. This asshole cousin literally is like, you have to live with him. You have to eat with him. You have to follow him everywhere he goes. Mm. But they're both, they both have really quirky, fun senses of humor. He's so mad about where his character is going in this character arc that what he does is he gets on this huge fan fight, fan fiction site, (gasps) and he writes the, the way he wants his character to be. And if he gets caught, He'll probably get fired and like fined and screwed, but he does it anyway because he's like, this is how it should be. I'm going to write my own screenplay and put it on fan fiction. That's awesome. (laughs) Can you imagine? Can you imagine the cast of Game of Thrones like in their dressing rooms, like rewriting the whole last season of Game of Thrones and being like, y'all fuck this all up. (laughs) And that's one of the funniest (laughs) things is that the cast knows about it. Oh, yes. So imagine the cast of the Game of Thrones and they're, in the show, they're all serious and they're always fighting. They have all these amazing conversations in a big, huge text group thread. And it's so funny because it's constantly in the book, like at the beginning of chapters, they'll just have all these threads and they're like yelling at each other. And they're like, your character would never do that in the fan fiction or whatever. <gasps> this just makes like, I need Sophie Turner to make this happen. <laughs> so it's it's a very Sophie funny Turner. book. She's um, oh. Sansa Stark. Yeah. As you know, when people spend lots and lots of time together, you start seeing people as people rather than, oh, this person that's babysitting me and might not be conventionally attractive, you know, and that's how our story goes. It's more of a story where personalities fall in love as opposed to some insta love thing where wow you're sexy and i dig you so this author is very very body positive she's just a lot of and she's a lot of fun in her writing and she's very realistic i mean she does not sugarcoat stuff uh she talks about a lot of important issues along with all the humor and the funniness of the book um so i i love everything she writes and this one didn't disappoint 
if you're into fan fiction, if you're into the Game of Thrones kind of stuff, all that kind of stuff, you'll love all the little nuances in this book. If Megan had a tail right now, she'd be wagging it so loudly I'd have to shut off her mic. <laughs> there is some spicy stuff in here, though. But I like Let spicy me tell books. You, all like the fan spicy. fiction... Oh, it's in the fan fiction he writes, he ta- constantly is talking about how he wants to be pegged by other characters. So as long as that's not going to make you blush too much, Megan, this is no, totally she only blushes when people talk about it out loud. She can read about it all. I've day. read fifty. Yeah, I've read fifty <laughs> shades. She just doesn't want to like, talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I but just yeah, don't. I, nothing said. I, no one ever said I didn't read it. I just don't talk about it. <laughs> so yeah, you should definitely read it. Like I said, it's in the second in the spoiler alert series, and the book is called All the Feels by Olivia Dade. Awesome. And there's an 11 week hold on the Metropolitan Library for <laughs> it. To me it like just you came out like audible, last week. You need that Audible <laughs> subscription right now, man. There, there are four copies yep. in use with 20 people waiting. <laughs> I do believe that uh, Cyber Monday is going to have a deal for you. I, I might. <laughs> I, I don't know. But see, Keith, I probably, probably won't. I don't know. I'll probably audiobook it from the library since Keith's reviewed it. Now it's just a book for fun for me. So mm-hmm. I probably would not be one I would buy. Yep. Not because I don't love it, but because I still feel like I support the author by g- doing it through the library. But it sounds amazing. Oh, and he's just like I pictured him on the cover. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like the, I feel like the total fucking odd man out this week. That's why we need Vonnie here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because you got two romance books. Sorry, no that, trauma porn for you. I guess I should have picked a different book, but if I get out of order, then, uh, I, yeah, then yeah. I, but I'm already buggered up now, with October. Now, here's me at the end doing sci-fi, cyberpunk, and people are like, hey, what's going on with this? It doesn't fit. Well, fuck you. Whatever. Cyberfu- cyberpunk is fun, too. Mm-hmm. Well, there's certainly... Instead of romance, we're reading fun. Well, hmm. Okay. Unless someone dies in the first page, and then I can't help you. Well, it's not exactly a um, shiny, happy people kind of book, but still really excellent. Uh, The book I am reviewing this week is by a debut author. Yay! Which you know I absolutely love, because discovering new writers is just my jam. All right, so uh, the book is called The Body Scout by Lincoln, I think it's Mitchell. Could be Michael, could be Mitchell. Because it's M-I-C-H-E-L. Would that be Mitchell or Michael? Mikkel? Mikkel? I don't know. Anyway, Lincoln, you know who you are. I'm going to read you what I wrote in Goodreads because it really sums up how I felt about it. A completely original story. I'm not a baseball fan or even a sports fan, but you don't need to be in order to love this book. Many books that give us a peek at possible futures create a frightening picture of how badly wrong things could go. This is no exception. Corporate horror mixed with cloning and big sports. It totally works to show us an abstract work of art you can't stop admiring. Maybe while covering half your face in horror. (laughs) <laughs> so that's pretty much uh, that's what I said about it. But the story itself um, is more like a mystery. So it is about baseball in a way because the main character and his best friend, it's about it's about the the murder of a baseball dude. And his best friend, is sort of tapped to find out what has happened to him. So his best friend sort of digs back into his life to try to find out more about him. And right right away, they're kind of of estranged a little because this baseball player is super, super famous. And they've been friends forever. So um, when he goes to start doing the investigation, he immediately sees a lot of stuff this guy has hidden from him. And little by little, you start to realize that it's very, very difficult to, to see what, what the hell's actually going on because all the things he thought he knew about this guy seems to be wrong. You start to also realize very quickly that the world has sort of morphed into this place where if you need a replacement part, 
you can find it pretty easily. Eh. Meaning not just a kidney or part of a liver. Um, it's, it's, it's really pretty cool. It's a cool look at the future, but it's also extremely corrupt. And you see, a, I don't know, I thought it was a really interesting take on what the future could possibly be like, especially based on our current trajectory in uh, the way we treat corporations and sort of allow them to do whatever the fuck they want as long as they throw money at mm-hmm. the right people. So the whole world pretty much that he created was really good. I just bit right in and I, I think I finished this book and I, I really went through it quickly. I don't remember exactly how long it took to, to get it done. But I would, call it, I would call it cyberpunk myself because it has a lot of that same feel to it. So if you have read books like that before, it's sort of like that. And if you love sports and you like baseball in particular, you're really going to like it. Um, it really kind of reads like a guy novel. But as you guys know, I sort of like that when there are very few romantic attachments and more good story and... But I didn't see where it was going, and I always love it when that happens, too, when I can't figure out what exactly is going to happen in the in the mystery. So I did that not... That doesn't so- happen to you often. No, it doesn't. But, but in this case, it was great because I was so distracted by all of the other cool sci-fi shit that was going on. I wasn't really... It's, it's always harder to solve a mystery in a world like that because you there's just too many variables... <laughs> And, th- and that was the case with this, too. I mean, really, this guy did a fantastic job of reeling me into his world. And this book was really perfect for me. And I will highly recommend it for anyone who's interested in reading about a near future kind of sports-centered story. Oh, just basically really great. You know, I, I feel kind of bummed out that I can't get his signature on this book because I would really love to Lincoln if you're going to be in the Oklahoma City area give me a shout because I need your signature on my book hey you never know we'll tag him I know I've actually been tweeting him saying I'm going to be reviewing your book so hopefully he'll hear this I really loved it I think I gave it four stars but it was probably more like four and a half, closer to five, mm-hmm. because it, it was one of those books where I got into it and it, I, I totally was absorbed into the world and maybe some of the baseball stuff went over my head, but that's fine. Who cares? It was a great story. And that was called mm-hmm. The Body Scout by Lincoln Mitchell. I'm saying Mitchell. I don't know if that's correct. But there'll be a link on our website where you can. Yep. Yes, there will be. Where you can click on it and just purchase that book right there from Amazon or Audible. I love that your author from last week couldn't decide. (laughs) (laughs) What? Your author from last week. We went back and forth (gasps) on Twitter with him and he was great. (laughs) Like last week, Um, Matt Dineman. And I said his name wrong too, by the way. Matt Denneman, the Dungeon Crawler Carl guy, he thought that I was making fun of him, that I didn't really like his no, book. No, that's why I was like, Martha yeah. loved it. Because like- I gave it five stars and I was, you know, basically, you know, glowing about my review and I really loved it. I thought it was excellent. <laughs> well, and then I, then I liked his line. Like, he was like, I can't decide if they liked it or not, but I'm also very distracted because I've never had four women pay this much attention to me. <laughs> 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 it was a day for him. He was great. It I'm was just awesome. telling you, women like to read books like this too, guys. We really do. And <laughs> I am a living proof. And I have, um, like, Griner loves these kind of books too. So I'm not the only one. I, I may be a little special, but. Yeah, so I, I replied and I was like, no, Martha loved it. Like, she gave it five stars. She doesn't give anybody five stars. <laughs> So yeah, this week's book is excellent as well. I'm I'm just really excited to see so much quality science fiction coming Yay. into the world. And I want to see more. I can't wait to read what's next for Lincoln. And I already know Matt has a ton of stuff out. I've already got his next one on Audible waiting for me to read it. So what I'm thinking about for, for both of these is somebody needs to make these into movies. They're perfect. 
No, <laughs> let me back up on that. Let me back up. Series. Movies are out. We don't want movies you, anymore. Yes. It's got to be a series because you that way you get all the, all the good crunchy movie. bits get into the series. Yeah. 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 You definitely need, unless it's like a standalone book. Like I liked the one I reviewed that was the Irish girl when she traveled to Ireland. Um, shit. I know the movie you're talking yeah. about. I mean, I can yeah. picture it. You, but. Yeah, I remember you talking yeah. about that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, having... That worked as a movie. I, I have but. a very... Di- in fact, we had this big discussion the other day. I don't remember who I was talking to about it, but we were talking about why... I, maybe it was you guys last night on the call that I was talking about... I, I hate didn't it. Know we were having a call last night. <laughs> we did. So I missed it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so... That's all right. the The movie studios seem to always release the same goddamn movies over and over again i mean you got yeah. you got three ghostbusters movies now you got do 25 not, fucking spider-man movies. do not now. come on, on. Okay, listen so let me tell you okay there are so many good stories yeah. out there like but the this Ghostb- book. the ghostbusters movie is a continuation yes i know it is it's but listen to me megan listen uh, what i'm saying is they need to take a chance on these really fantastic I agree. Wonderful, imaginative stories that could be the next big thing instead of just going, oh, this is safe over here. We're going to take this. No, I agree with that. Honestly, Um, I agree with what you said earlier. I don't think we need the movie makers to even bother. No, we need the Netflix series. Movie makers don't. Yeah, Netflix, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, you guys go ahead and make our stuff. Get some series out there. Yeah, they have made some really bizarre they, stuff and into good. series, and I love it. Yes, yeah. there you'll find me was the book I was thinking of. I can't think what Thank the movie's you. called we, right we now. We really but. need to have more variety and more people willing to take a chance on things that are just. Well, do you, you these know are, these you know why Marvel and, got a hold right from a historical. Don't care. No, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> but I don't care. But I'm going to tell you anyway. You no, know, Martha, <laughs> your book last week reminded me so much of like um so when the evil dead started going into army of darkness Uh uh-huh it reminded me so much of that and they brought that back they brought ash back in like a series and it was it was so madcap hysterical but trying to be really kind of dramatic but at the same time so funny because they were just doing ridiculous garbage Yes. And that kind of stuff is super popular now. And like, it's so much fun. I get it. Marvel's well, huge. Well, but here, here's when Marvel took hold. It was a, in, it makes perfect sense because it happens if you look at history and like what people are watching in movies at the time in history. It took like Iron Man came out in what, 2008? So we're just, we're post 9-11. We've been in the, in, at war with Iraq and Afghanistan for seven years, for six years when they were filming it. Superhero movies become popular when the world is in turmoil. God, I'm, I'm we're serious. never getting out of this. But if you, because if you look back at the, if you look at pre 9 11 movies, I get it. They were all rom coms. They were all happy. People want a hero to come exactly. and save the fucking day. Well, listen yep. to me, people. I want a hero. These guys are heroes too. I, <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I want to see Dungeon Crawler Carl's feet. That's what I want. <laughs> I want him to be wearing Crocs, even though he lost them really yeah. early on. <laughs> oh, I know. But that's the psychological reason of why Marvel took such I a I know it, but I don't care. I yeah. want what I want, and that's original, fantastic storylines. Original, people. Yeah, I, no, like I totally guy, agree with you. The I Body totally Scout agree with would you. make an excellent, excellent series. Altered Carbon falls into the same type of category as this. Well, and I, and like I said, like we said, so I think it's not out of the realm, realm of possibility. I think that we're all on the right track that like the movie studios need to stop trying to do books because like, I love the mortal engine series. Like I loved those first, the first book and this, I've read the second one now and I liked the movie cause I saw it before I read the book, but the people who love that series, the movie didn't match up because they did it in a movie. If they'd done it in a, a movie, series, it would have been amazing. just not going to cut it. No, no, no. I think Dune, do Dune as a TV hours. show, I think, or as a movie probably works. Cause that book is a beast and it, I haven't really heard anybody mad about Dune. Cause I don't know if any, like I've never tried to read it, but I know I've heard it's a bitch. There's so I much wish they politi- had done June. If they had done Dune as a series, 
I, I wish they had done it as a series because you yeah. really need to understand the political stuff. Yeah, and but more. I, I, well, have you have you seen the movie, the new movie? It would, yeah. Oh, okay, but still, they did it yeah. pretty well. Yeah. But I don't like having a movie and then I have to wait two and a half years or whatever until the next installment. Yes. If they're yeah. if they had it as a series, at least I'd have a bunch of episodes that tied me over. You know, that's true. Yeah. But I agree that I think we need more. But I, I mean, I love Dune as the movie, but I've not also read the book because everyone always is like, it's a beast. Well, Don't bother. For, for people like me, it's, it's not so much that I need to see these things made. It's more that I need the chance to share them with more people. Yeah, and that, that was part if of the you reason have something to show. Right, it's easier because there are not a lot of going to read it. Yeah, sadly, you know, as many times as we try to get people to read, it doesn't always pan out the way yeah. we want it to. So I'm slowly converting my coworker into a book person. Yay! Slowly, subconsciously, not even overtly at this point. So like she first you gave him a comic book, and then you gave <laughs> him a graphic have. novel. No, so she <laughs> loved Bridgerton. Like she loved it. She like binged it. She was all in. So for her birthday, I was like, "What the hell am I gonna get her for her birthday?" And I was Eight like, "Books." So I bought her the first Bridgerton book, and then a wine glass. Cause I was like, uh, have a good glass of wine. Like that oversized one at target that literally holds the entire bottle. Like that <laughs> wine glass. I was like, she's got four kids and a husband. She needs this much wine in one sitting. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? She loved Bridgerton. I was like, even if she takes all year to read it, if she only reads like five pages a day, at least she's, and she's trying to get her kids to get into reading. So I was like, if I buy her a book and she's reading, then her kids will want to read. Cause mom's reading. That's right. So that's the best way to to raise readers is to read and have them see you reading yeah so now her two-year-old like will pick up one of the kids books and of course it's like upside down in every which way but she's like like acting like she's trying to read it out loud she'll like kind of babble through Aww. like so i'm slowly converting my coworker <laughs> because she's like i really it's really cool and then she'll come in and start asking me questions because but i haven't read them but i saw i saw the show and i have a royalty problem so like when she gets lost in the family hierarchy I'll be like, okay, this is this person. <laughs> like, mm. But she's enjoying it. So I got her the first book. Awesome. And slowly turning her into a reader. And we can, do, we can do that with our friends. You know, we can try to encourage them by purchasing books for them. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. When it can be, it doesn't necessarily have to be the book version of whatever show. It could be that like, hey, I know you loved this show. So like so this, this book, book is, is great. And might match. Yeah. Has the same vibe. I kind of like that idea better than... Because sometimes if the book is too close, then it's a little boring for them. True. I do that sometimes, like, now that you're waiting for the next season of Bridgerton, I'm like, here's the next book. I mean, not with Bridgerton, yeah. but with other things. I'm like, look, you don't have to wait. You don't Let's have to read wait. Witcher and find out what happens. <gasps> oh, yes. I love the Witcher. That's <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I know. I've got all those. I got to so. think about Christmas presents for my coworkers. I don't know what the hell to get them. Books. Books. <laughs> I don't know if my or, boss would or, read it. Honestly. Or you could give them some of the suggestions that we have on our website. That's true. Oh, you should get them um, underwear with a chick with a rooster on them. Yeah. So stop staring at my cock. <laughs> Last week's stuff had th had that in there, and then this week we have all of the suggestions for you. So you can surely find something awesome for everyone on your list. Yes. I'm looking at a package of underwear on Amazon and on the back. Okay. So one pair says all holes closed. <laughs> one all? says on the back, not tonight. I'm tired. One says all I want is a back rub. Uh... One says, oh, one says shark week. <laughs> and one says I have a headache. We totally, you know what? <laughs> there are some couples as they go throughout their marriage where they have certain cues that they give each other. If you know, like little, um, little, like, um, yes. if I hear the Tums bottle, oh, you know, in, in the bathroom before he comes to bed, <laughs> you know, it's not a night, I, you're I know it's lucky. not a good night. So, you know, <laughs> this would be great because that way you don't really have to say anything, you just take your pants off and it's right there. That's not, right. Not tonight. If, if you haven't been married long enough that you haven't un understood what those subtle cues are. You know, yeah. This Sometimes, you really this is your, Sometimes you need a skywriter. This is your skywriter purchase. <laughs> Honey, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> Buy a little drone. 
flies <laughs> over your bedroom. <laughs> I think we might have created a new product. It's the marriage drone. Just a mini drone flying around. <laughs> Sorry, honey, Quick not tonight. <laughs> or, hey, how you doing? <laughs> All right. Well, you've got your Tracy's dog out and you've got your underpants on. You're saying, nope. Sorry, babe. Busy. This is like a nerd guy's dream. Like, I have a skywriter that just drone flies around my bedroom. <laughs> like, just brings me things, sends messages. And then, and then, our anniversary is next week. Right? And then if you have, like, you have two remotes, you have one for the guy and one for the girl, then mm. he's being all... She sends hers over and is like, fuck you. And then she <laughs> just pushes a button and it starts diving at his head you know <laughs> choo, choo, choo. okay 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 and on that note that's gonna do it for three book, book girls, girls. <laughs> can't get enough of three book girls check them out on facebook twitter and instagram follow them on tiktok youtube and check out their website at threebookgirls.com and join the group three book girls tribe on facebook if you really love them, share the podcast with a friend or join them at one of their live events. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.